and kittens and welcome to Our Dumb Lives, the show where we speak of our dumb lives. Speaking of which, I went to save the show last recording and was out of memory because boop, I was on my C drive, changed it up to the D drive, D for dumb. Well, as it turns out, the first 25 minutes of the show are missing. Cut to the chase there. In speaking with Cassandra, she said, well, let's put out what we got. So I have rolled up my sleeves and made this lovely intro. So I bring you into where the show takes a turn for a meat raffle. Doodly-doo, 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 doo. So we went to this bar, and we really liked it. It was like, it kind of reminded us of a little bar out in the country where we grew up. There was a place called the Palmer House that everybody went to. It was like a little restaurant bar, and you know, when I was... 11 years old, we'd all bike there and get a tombstone pizza that they'd bake for us. Oh my goodness, okay. I, I, think, kind of place... I think you took me there when oh, we yeah, went back yeah. and visited. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's the kind of place where you walk in and everybody turns to look and see who walked in. Because they know everybody. I have had that experience. <laughs> so over the course of the evening, she and I are sitting at a table next to like six mid-twenties, mid-to-late-twenties people. And they're having different, um, they had a meat raffle. That was one of the reasons we wanted to go. Meat raffle? It's like and, a staple of Minnesota, I know. Well, I need to explain meat raffles for people who don't live in the Midwest. <laughs> a meat raffle is exactly what it sounds like. It's a raffle. You buy tickets and you can win meat. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a wheel, right? A spinner wheel? Uh, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. or, or like a bingo kind of ball thing. Yeah. yeah or yeah. lottery ball. And uh, yeah, so you buy, they'll have rounds. You buy tickets. And if you win, you can get a round. You get a big package of like, you know, 10 steaks or a big roast or a bunch of pork chops. Yes. And I'm not sure. This happens in Minnesota and probably Wisconsin, I think. Probably, yeah. I the Dakotas, too, I would bet. But, yeah, it's a very regional thing. It's very weird. I, I suspect it probably started in, like, the 30s or 40s when people didn't have a lot of money. And I am so bars. tempted to look up the origin no, of meat raffles we gotta, right gotta now, wait, but no, we, gotta, no. we have to power through. Not during the podcast. Ooh, Anyways... <laughs> As usual, in the Midwestern fashion, my story is going off on tangents. Um, so Patty and I, are, my sister Patty and I are there, and uh, there's meat raffle. There's also this thing where you buy tickets, and you're in a race, and they have like a video screen where there'll be horses, like cartoony horses or pigs or dogs or whatever running, and you can win like 150 bucks. 
So we're doing all this. So we start talking with the people next to us. And we're, you know, getting along with them and stuff. And then towards the end of the night, um, uh, so after all the games and stuff are over, Patty and I want to play jukebox. And jukebox isn't working. And they're trying to get it working right. And so Patty's like, well, where can you go? You know, where's somewhere else we can go where you can, like, have a jukebox or whatever. So this she guys. wants some music. And he's like... Sugar Daddies. And oh my like, God! I know where Sugar Daddies is. <laughs> yes, it's on Highway I, Ten. <laughs> I, I, I have driven many a like, time up Highway Ten. And one of the, and I'm like, what? And one of the girls with him was like, that's a strip club. And I was like, I thought it was. <laughs> and he's, he's like to Patty. He's like, yeah, didn't I see you there Tuesday to my sister Patty? <gasps> and he's, she's, I'm like. What are you saying? She's like working the day shift on Tuesdays. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I'm the 10 to 12 slot on Tuesday mornings. <laughs> oh, we were laughing so hard. It's just like, yeah. What does a poor woman have at the tw- 10 to 12 slot? I, I almost like mispronounced that. I merged two words, by the way. I'm not going to repeat what word I was you know, about to Monday utter. afternoon at the strip club, you're not going to get your A plus. <laughs> no, you strippers there? <laughs> oh, we had a lot of fun. Though. Jukebox finally started working, so it was good. Did you and go to the strip club, though? No, 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 no. Oh, this is so disappointing. I'm sorry. I'm not, I, you know, I, I've been to like a couple it. strip clubs in there. Have you been to strip clubs? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 that's right, yeah. I, I went to the one that was owned by the band Pantera. Yeah. It's, it's down in Dallas, Texas. It's called, um, of all things, Pantera's. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. original. So it's in a dry county in Texas, actually. So, uh-huh. you, so you bring your own beer. Yeah. Like, you can... Yeah. Well, didn't you have to, like, sign up to be a club member or something Yeah, like it's that? a formality in most places in Texas, actually, it's in very Dallas. Weird. Um, so you do that, and then you bring, like, your own case of beer or something. Yeah. Brought in, like, a 32-pack of <laughs> Budweiser, I believe. And we sat down, and we were flocked upon by... Um, <laughs> The, the sad stripper. Oh. The sad stripper who's had no tips all day and oh. is willing to tell you that. And, <laughs> you know, I, I was working kind of a low-wage job at the time. I mm-hmm. mean, it, to me at the time, actually, it was the most money I yeah, had ever yeah, made. Yeah. But but at this time, I, I am faced with sad stripper. <laughs> <laughs> and I had spent all of my money just getting down to this big conference because mm-hmm. I had to pay for everything in advance and then wait and then file an expense report. Yeah, yeah. Which is hard when you yeah. are having no money. Yeah. So I had no business being here, but yeah. somebody's like, let's go to the duty bar. I'm like, I'm in! <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, I, I'm one of two females in this group of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, so one first lady comes out, and I put $5 in that little G-string and, uh-huh. and so forth, and I'm kind, and, yeah. and they were pretty much flocking our table at that point just because I probably wasn't some ledger, but <laughs> um, they, 
I went out for a smoke. And then one of the ladies said, oh, you're the one that's sitting over at the lesbian table. <laughs> <laughs> she thought I was lovers with my coworker. <laughs> Just so I, I kept getting offers for lap dances for the rest of the evening. Yeah. Of I, course, I think that happens a lot when women go because they know they're, you're not going to be a jerk, right? Right. Of course not. Of course not. Um, I, I, of course. Plus, like, the thrill. And the yeah. Titillation. I just said, you know, <laughs> I can't afford or appreciate your services, but <laughs> I think you're doing a fantastic job. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> and that is my stripper story for realsies. Yeah, I think I've only been to one strip club. It was my friend's bachelor party. And, yeah, it was uh, one that... So here in the cities, it depends on what city you're in. There's different ordinances. Some places, if, you're to if there's fully nude, you can't have alcohol. Yeah. And if they're partially new, so basically G-strings, you can. But there's one club in South St. Paul called King of Diamonds. I'm yeah. not sure if it's still there. They do full nude, full alcohol. How do they go? <laughs> A little special ordinance? Well, it must be the city of South St. Paul. Mm -hmm. and, Which uh, is weird to have a city called South St. Paul that's not St. Paul. Well, and it's also not south of St. Paul. It's... It's west of West St. Paul, which is south of St. Paul. So, yeah. I am so confused. <laughs> Get out your Google Maps, friends. It's like, what the hell? As Jesse Ventura once said, St. Paul was designed by drunken Irishmen. Yes. <laughs> and, of course, there's East St. Paul, which is north of St. Paul. But yeah. then there's North St. Paul, which, which is, is east of East St. Paul. East St. Paul. <laughs> Because there's not all these cities called like West Minneapolis or South Minneapolis. I mean, there's neighborhoods there's called nicknames. Yeah, the there's South, neighborhoods yeah. of South Minneapolis and North Minneapolis, but there's not actually towns. It's the same with London, though. There's West London. Yeah, and yeah. East London. It's like, why did St. Paul, all the towns around St. Paul, just be like, we want to be St. Paul, but we'll just be West? <laughs> Anyways. Super digression. I'm sure all of you are waiting for some titillating story about me being at the strip club, but I also could not afford the lap dance, but it was okay. I just, I don't know. We could afford lap dances now. <laughs> we could actually go to a real strip club. Yeah. And we could be like ballers, man. I suppose. I just, I don't know. I have that same, it's the same feeling as when I go to, like, a con and there's celebrities sitting around getting, I feel like I'm in a zoo. I I feel the same way. Like, I, <laughs> like I am standing there, I have one little cup of fish, and I am at the seal aquarium. Exactly. And I don't want... To be observing people like I am looking at them in a zoo. <laughs> Although, granted, if a stripper ever looked at me and said, <laughs> I would totally. hundred bucks for you. hundred bucks for you. <laughs> I have nothing against strip clubs. I think I, you know, I, I'm a person who believes that sex workers should be uh, legal and we yeah, should have no, totally. it should be clean and regulated and all that good stuff 
And I don't think that, you know, people are evil because they're strippers or anything no, like that. No, no. But just not really my kind of... At least that one wasn't. I don't know, maybe if there was some other kind of... Maybe if it was more gothy, vampire-y, or... That'd be more of, like, your deal? Yeah. I don't know. I've never did... I know at Ground Zero, which I think is I still was just around. thinking of Ground Zero, yeah, Bondage, Bondage Night. Yeah, Bondage Yeah, yeah. And I've never done that either. I'm ne- and not because I'm like, oh, goodness, but just because, I don't know. <laughs> never really did the bar thing, so. I got invited to it, actually, a local artist. He did all the art for oh, the tunnel okay, cool. chair. And, and he would, he was into creating these costumes. He would make these bralettes and they were made out of leather and they were incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> and basically I walked around like Xena, warrior princess, morphed with Gabrielle. Um, and I modeled this costume at the Speaking Renaissance. Speaking of lesbian dreams. <laughs> modeled this costume at the Renaissance Fair one evening. And nice. I walked around in these high-heeled, strappy things with this, <laughs> basically, a, a piece of leather mm-hmm. <laughs> covering my ass. And, <laughs> and at the end of walking around this and posing for photos and then just finally getting back to the car, he's like, let's go to Bondage a go-go. I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> I am dead tired. <laughs> And that's when I realized I wasn't 20 anymore. <laughs> Closer to 20 than you are now! We're <laughs> <laughs> like those Muppet dudes, Statler and... I can't name? remember the other guy's name. <laughs> Statler and the other guy. Statler and the other guy. Uh, yeah, this, this was all brought to you by the fact that Terror was doing a... St- Talking like an old stripper in a Tom Waits voice. Yeah. Which started a whole stripper. (laughs) You're welcome and I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm a stripper. (laughs) My name is Barless. That's what your name was. Oh my gosh, I wish I had the guitar right now. We would just (laughs) do a... I'm a stripper named Marlis. (laughs) (laughs) Hey... Film a, give me a little shot of ginger ale there, baby. Oh, hard stuff. Do you need the orange vodka? Yeah. Oh, so what the hell have you been up to in the last month? You know, I have started checking out this game called Citadel, which is, it it's sort of a sub- survival game along the lines of, like, Conan, mm-hmm. Ark, and, uh... Xbox? Yeah, it's on Xbox. and But it has magic, so you're a magic caster. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you build your... You craft your forge, and you lay down your floor, and you put up your walls. And <laughs> I'm just in the mood for something that is, frankly, going to tide me over until Cyberpunk... <laughs> Have you tried Outer Worlds? Jeff's really digging it. I did. It really has the feel of old Fallout. Fallout Fallout. mixed with Bioshock. Yes, yes. Sort of um, dystopian. Yeah, but still kind of 50s-ish. Yes. Yeah, 50s, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's he likes it, but Jeff has a very high tolerance. He can play the games that everybody is like, "This is the worst game ever," and he's like, "I like this game." La, 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 la. So aesthetically, I do not love Post Apocalyptica. Yeah, I wish I did, because um, I thought I thought Bioshock was actually kind of cool. This Randian dystopian game. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't play it, but I saw a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> See, now it's not, like, in the past, when we first started podcasting, when I said I would watch Jeff play, I would get mocked. Uh-huh. But now people make a gazillion dollars with other people watching them play. Yes. So now it's cool. <laughs> I'm a cool person for watching other people So can play. I tell you the real reason I stopped playing Bioshock? Mm. So, like, within the first 20 minutes of... The first Bioshock game. Uh-huh. I'm going through this laboratory, and then there's all these, like, shadows cast across the walls, and there's, like, this autopsy table uh-huh. with all these instruments laid off to the side and all this blood everywhere, and I walk up to the medicine cabinet, and this fucking thing jumps out at me, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> and I... Lost my shit. <laughs> I don't like things jumping out at me. I just, I don't. I, yeah, you don't really like horror games no, at all. No, no. So. <laughs> Remember when you made me play Dead Space? <laughs> that was our 24-hour marathon. Yes. Of our 100th episode, Oh right? my god, I just sat there going... Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, that was entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started on Oculus Rift, please. If I if I ever wore like VR goggles and had to play Dead Space or Alien, mm, it'd be bad. Uh, yes. Yeah, we uh, watched a whole bunch of horror movies for for Halloween season. I'm trying to remember if there's any that really stuck out. I was very sad with um, oh God, what Midsummer, Midsummer. Mitsuzama. Which was, you know, like, I saw it and I knew it was kind of trying to be a spiritual successor to Wicker Man, the 1973 version, which we all know is one of my favorite movies ever. But it kind of turned out to just be long and kind of boring and not very scary. Hmm. Like, hmm. Just watch Wicker Man. The 1970s, do not, under any circumstances, watch the Nicolas Cage Wicker Wicker Man. (laughs) (laughs) Do not do it. (laughs) It is so bad. I'm trying to think of, like, the dumbest horror movie I have ever seen. Oh, it's hard because there's so many. I know. Like, horror is kind of a genre where there's a lot of bad crap, but sometimes you can appreciate the bad crap. My favorite bad one, like the my favorite worst one, was Troll Two. Oh, of course, the best worst movie. <laughs> I was just thinking yeah. about that the other day. Nil blog. <laughs> Nil blog. Nil bog. Yeah, it's not gold. Goblin. <laughs> Goblin. <laughs> Nil bog. Yeah, I was like, I was like, God, we should watch that again. It was so bad. 
I know. Um, but I'm thinking about now making a drink that I will name Nil Block. I think we did, too. I think we did that when we watched the movie the first time when we took We had, like, green food and green drinks. <laughs> I was actually thinking about going and digging up some of our old episodes. I have them on a drive, like an external drive. I'm glad you do. And putting them, putting a, because when I was late for Halloween, I was like, maybe on Halloween I'll put like an old, like an episode from long ago. And we had Matt do the Raven. I I was thinking to myself, I have, I'm almost 100% certain I have a recording of Matt reading the Raven on that computer. Oh, nice. We'll have to do, if you can find it, you should put it on this one because it's kind of still sort of. If that sucker would boot up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think it is like Windows Vista. It's old. It is super old. Yeah, we watched... Well, and we watched uh, the first season of True Detective, which I know we're, like, super late on, because it's, you know, whatever, four years old now or something like that. But it was really, really good. Okay, so speaking of creepy things, I watched the Ted Bundy tapes. Oh, yep. I believe I watched that. There were two that came out right at the same time. Yeah. There was the movie, there was like a movie, and then there was the tapes. I think I watched the tapes one, too. So, I used to read horror novels. And and to this day, for me, the most scariest novelist has been Dean Koontz. You know... What's weird is I Jeff loves Dean Koontz. I've I don't know if I've ever read anything by him. Oh my Maybe, goodness! Did he write Ghost Story? Is that somebody else from the eighty early eighties? But yeah, it's weird. I don't know why I just never got around to reading him. He would write things from a serial killer's perspective, and that's mm-hmm. what was most frightening for me. Cool. So it. To me, it's not the paranormal stuff so much. It's, like, the stuff that could really happen. It's weird, because I was talking with Jeff about this, how I don't usually like movies that are about... Like, horror movies that are about serial killers. Mm-hmm. I like I like documentaries. Yeah. Because, to me, it's like, they, they exist in this world already, so I don't need to, like, have a weird fantasy. I, I prefer, like... Haunted houses and zombies and vampires and stuff that don't necessarily exist. Um, but we did watch, uh, speaking of <laughs> weird serial killers, I watched House of a Thousand Corpses and the sequel. Didn't anyone ever think, like, gee, that house really smells? <laughs> house of a Thousand Corpses is awesome. Okay. It was really good. I loved it. It's got a, like kind of a weird sense of humor. It's like you know they. It's this weird twisted family who's like a murder family out when, in the middle. And when was it? Uh, early two thousands. Okay. It's uh, what the fuck is his name? The musician, um, zombie, Rob, Rob zombie. zombie. Yeah, yeah. So he did that one, and then the sequel is. House of a Thousand and One Corpses. (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't read this. I couldn't read this. (laughs) Forgive me. (laughs) What's the name of the goddamn sequel? So, in the first episode, or first episode, the first (laughs) movie, 
Um, <laughs> you know, Thousand episode Corpses, in, episode one. It's just, I don't know, it's very good. It's like, of course, these kids are coming through and they're mm-hmm. trying to do a documentary on serial killers. And they stop at this weird little roadside attraction with Captain Spaulding, who's like this creepy clown guy who has like a, a ride in his, he has like a roadside attraction and there's a ride with like, you go through and it's all these serial killers, kind of like a haunted house horror kind of ride thing. Okay. And then, but of course there's like, they, he says something about, um, there's this, oh, it's legend of Dr. Satan. And so they go looking for Dr. <laughs> Satan. And of okay. course, it's they go to the House of a Thousand Corpses, and there's all this crazy stuff. One of the coolest things is that uh, Rain Wilson, who plays Dwight in The Office, he's, yeah. he's one of the kids in it that gets caught and oh, okay. killed and stuff. And um, that's yeah. on his IMDb. <laughs> So that, which, so it's really, I really like, I loved it. And then the next one, which I can't remember the name of, but if you look at Rob Zombie, it's more of like a, um, it's more of like a spree killer. So the family kind of, they leave their house and they go and they, they see, you know, and they kill people. To me, that was like far less interesting and far less fun so, cause I was like, yeah, that's just like. What is a fun serial killer movie <laughs> like a, like a happy fun romp through? Well, you know the weird like Captain. Sp- there's like you know there's horror comedy. Cape and- Fear the rom com. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> you know, I I kind of avoided those. Um, cause I didn't I don't know I didn't know if I thought I would like them or not, but. I'm happy I liked it. Yeah. You know the spoof I still want to make. Paranormally challenged. I know. I know. We need to do a video. I can't believe nobody has done that. We have to look and see if we can find if somebody has done paranormally challenged. Because it's hilarious. The idea of somebody, like, there's, like, ghosts everywhere that everybody else can that see. everyone else can see. And but they can't. And these documentary people can't. <laughs> Oh, uh, we should begin casting. <laughs> I should start writing a script now. Yeah, did you watch uh, True Detective? It's on HBO. It's um, and it's n- a serial killer not kind of one. True Detective. I've watched the first forty-eight, and all my latest passion has been this show called Murder Maps, which is <laughs> normally focused around the UK and London. You know what an anglophile oh, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the first episodes are of, like, Jack the Ripper and Dr. Cream and uh, Poisoner. Well, that sounds good. What uh, service is it on? No, Netflix? It's on Netflix. Netflix or Prime. What's it called again? Murder Maps. Murder Maps. Check that out, because I do, like, I started listening to a podcast that's been around forever called Last Podcast on the Left, and they do true car True True crime and also some paranoia. We're just, hello and welcome to our dumb wives. We're the most popular girls on the internet. (laughs) I'm your host, Kayla. They do true crime 
and some paranormal stuff. And um, you're killing me. <laughs> they'll do. So speaking it's a of true crime, there's a murder happening right here. <laughs> I'm murdering this story. They've been around for. They started around the same time we started. So they've been around a long time. Wow. And um, the earliest shows I can get on my podcast, I use uh, Podcatcher or something, I can't remember what the name of the app is, was their like 35th episode. So I started listening from the beginning. It's interesting to see how they change because now they're much more um, organized. So they'll do, like they just finished like a six-part series on Mormonism. Wow. And they did... I wonder um, what they make of that Mormon massacre that just happened in Mexico. I didn't hear about that, but there was a Mormon massacre that happened a long time ago. Well, by Mormons, I think, that they covered. Oh, okay. This was another Mormon massacre. Mormon (laughs) massacre, too. Sorry, too soon. That is probably too soon. I didn't hear about it. But they'll do, like, they did one of the... The their very latest that I just heard today is was on a serial killer called Haddon Kirk. But they've they've done like the Jonestown Massacre, mm-hmm. they've done um it's all sorts of stuff. But mm-hmm. I'm the beginning ones that I'm listening to now are more like it's a fifty minute show about the origins of the pyramids. Whereas now it's more like we're gonna do like three shows in a row, you know, three hour and a half shows on yeah. Ted Bundy, you know. Oh, okay. Stuff. I just watched that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really good. I mean, obviously they've been around for like eight years, ten years. Yeah. So they're, they're definitely good. And they're, I think. I bet they're um, a lot orga- more organized than we are. Well, it I sounds. I bet they don't podcast drunk. I, well, they do occasionally <laughs> podcast drunk. <laughs> they're pretty raunchy, so I like that. It's funny to see how they were, like, 12 years ago. They're comedians. I think some of them are comedians and performers. Some of them are radio um, and broadcasting people. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what city they're out of. But, yeah, so they're actually, like, professionals. Okay. People have told me I should be a comedian, but I can't be. Because I laugh at my own jokes, and I think that's illegal. No. There's plenty of comedians who laugh at their own jokes. We were watching, I can't remember her name, but she was on Parks and Rec. She played the sister of the spazzy guy who was business partners with Aziz Asan. Sorry, if you watch Parks and Rec, you know who I'm talking about. But she came out and, like, the first thing she did was start laughing at her own jokes. <laughs> uh, be your own laugh track. Ah, uh, yes. So, yeah, other than horror marathon, I got a new I got a new furnace. Well, it's a boiler because I have a radiator. It's wonderful, except for our upstairs is like five to ten degrees warmer than our downstairs. So we got to figure out how to circulate air. So there's this weird thing called heat rises. I know. That. I thought yeah. you were gonna say there's these amazing things called fans. <laughs> I like, know. Well, that too. <laughs> And we had, uh, I had one uh, design build company come in and walk through and look at everything. And, you know, I just talked through everything I want to get done. And then uh, she's going to write up kind of a rough estimate mm-hmm. on what we can do and how we, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to afford everything I want, but oh well. Hopefully the big chunks. <sighs> 
having heat is a good step since it's yeah. been very, very cold. <laughs> Welcome to Minnesota, my friend, where the average daily temperature this week has been in the twenties. I know it's terrible though. I saw a picture of my face from Facebook memories from like four years ago on November fifth, and I'm outside in bare feet. And it's like, oh, mm. beautiful day in the backyard. My bare feet with the dogs running around on green grass. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I'll post one for you tomorrow of me and bare feet in <laughs> the front yard. <laughs> well, it's going to be like 20 degrees, so yeah. please don't go get frostbite for me. No, no. I think we should do this together, actually. Yeah, we're going to... I'm staying overnight, and then we're going to have an art day. Yeah. Remember Fart Club? I do. I remember <laughs> Fart Club. For those that are not privy to what Fart Club was, this is going to be like our writing group. Well, it was like... creativity. Oh, man. It was like thing. me and you and Michelle. Yes. In like 2006. No, it was like 2004, maybe. Well, no, I don't think like, I met Michelle until 2005. Really? So. Yeah. I, but right just, after that. Yeah. It was probably 2005. And we got together because we all wanted to do art stuff and we wanted to get together and, you know, I'm always trying to make a club. I know. <laughs> I'm thinking and of we myself. Tried to, we tried to inspire each other. Did but we do anything? I don't think so. I mean, I did do, I did do some freelance writing, actually. Yeah. Out of that. We went out for dinner a couple times, and yeah. then I kind of failed. No, but I but actually... But then, like, two years later, we did our podcast, and it was awesome, so... Yeah. But, like, 2006, I actually got published someplace. Mm-hmm. For, I got paid to write something. That was huge. But... Yeah, I was doing photography stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you were. You took yeah. some co- those cool photos of me. Oh, God, that that's great. Yeah. Oh, my God. That urban decay scene. <laughs> And we did photo walks, man. That was awesome, too. We've known each other a long time. 15 years now, I guess, right? Yeah. Last year was our friend of... August was our friend anniversary. Yeah, it was. Right? 2003. Yep. Does that work out right? No, August 16th. That's 16. No, August 16th is Jeff's birthday. It was August 23rd. It was the week after Jeff's birthday. weird memory is it the rutabaga festival that marks our official friendship yeah that was the first time we met yeah but i guess it's 16 years because it was 2003 yeah it was we went because we were in the the guild rutabaga paradox that tara had created yeah that and there was, was a rutabaga festival in wisconsin so we yeah. all went to meet at the rutabaga festival yeah. And the creepy, there were these super creepy farmers. I wanted to buy a rutabaga. Yeah, it was like deliverance weirdo farmers. They had their eyes on your tits the whole time. I it's know. Interesting. It's like I don't. Well, want... you're holding up these giant rutabagas. Well, right? we do and have pictures like, of all flying. of us with rutabagas. Yeah, but I didn't rutabagas. <laughs> rutabagas. Rutabagger beer I wasn't socks. doing that in front of them. I was just picking up a rutabaga but and I had to bend over but in you front were of them. Over in front of them, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I'm some rutabagas. <laughs> it's the biggest set of potatoes they'd ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I other than horror movies, um, what else did we watch? We watched 
watching a very weird show called Lodge 49 on Hulu, which is kind of, it's on AMC. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's about these, uh, a brother and sister twins whose father ran a pool store and he was out surfing and he died. And it's like a year later and kind of their story, the, the brother is, is kind of a beach bum and trying to deal with things. And then the sister is trying, she's got saddled with her, she co-signed a loan with her dad. And so she has all this stuff that she's trying to deal with. Life at and the pool store. <laughs> the pool store is no more because of the debt. And he, the, the guy, his name is Dud. His last name is Dudley and everybody calls him Dud. He finds, he's metal detecting, and he finds a ring from this lodge, the Lynx Lodge. And then one day he's driving and his car runs out of gas in front of this lodge. And so some of it's kind of supernatural. Like, you don't know if it's supernatural or if it's not supernatural. Mm -hmm. But there's, like, all these mysteries of the lodge. Kind of, it's actually really good. It's, it's very quiet, kind of slow moving, but kind mm. of weird, kooky... It almost sounds to me like a Twin Peaksy sort of thing. Well, I was gonna say like Jeff, he saw part like part of one episode. And he's like, it feels kind of maybe like Northern Exposure. Yeah, it kind of feels like that mixed with like Wes Anderson movies, but the people aren't rich weirdos. They're kind of just like normal and normal and weirdos. They're just normal weirdos. <laughs> the middle, lower to middle class weirdos. Middle class weirdos. For, but it's making me want to join a lodge. Well, <laughs> making me want to say my next band name is called middle class weirdos. <laughs> I'm definitely a middle class weirdo. Now accepting <laughs> guitarist applications. And then other than that, I have been obsessively quilting. <laughs> Not really quilt. I don't call it quilting, quilting weirdos. I call it making blankets because I don't, like, technically quilting is when you have a top sheet batting, which is like the cotton filling, and then an under sheet, and then you stitch on top of it all over. I think of quilted Charmin toilet paper, so. It looks like that, but it's actually on fabric. <laughs> okay. Well, but I don't do that. I just, sew, that. I just sew blocks together and then make a blanket out of it. But I started out, like, I got fabric. <laughs> that sounds like the best website ever for what? your craft. I sew blocks. I cut blocks and I sew it. <laughs> sew a blanket? <laughs> sew a blanket. <laughs> crafting show ever that was the title of that <laughs> but it's so weird because i made like a few years ago i made a blanket <laughs> a halloween blanket <laughs> yes and i made a baby blanket for paya yeah and i didn't really like it i found it very boring but now i don't know i'm I sure Paya's like, happy to hear that she you found making her blanket boring. Sorry. It wasn't the blanket. It was the process. It was boring. I just do the process. Too man. many straight lines and too many. It was just. But now I was like, oh, I can make blankets for everybody. <laughs> so I went and I got fabric, and now I'm just like, I'm on my third. Extreme I'm on my fourth. making. <laughs> on my fourth blanket now. <laughs> And it's fun because you just cut, cut all the fabric, mm -hmm. sew it together. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my project now through Christmas time, I think. 
extreme blanket making. Extreme blanket making. I'm going to make as many as I can. Because I'm just making the tops right now, and then i got to sew them to the back. If I find you some bizarre fabric, will you make me a blanket? Sure. It has Sweet. to be cotton, though. Uh, okay, I'll find something. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm kicking myself because there was, I was at the fabric store. Uh, there's SR Harris, which is an awesome, awesome fabric store. Mm -hmm. If you were ever in the Twin Cities, it's a wholesale. And I went there with my sister, and they had this fab. I got fabric for a blank for myself there. And they had this fabric that was Christmas trees, but they looked like they were circuit boards. And I was like, oh, I don't really need that. I don't really want that on my blanket. But then I got home and I was kicking myself because I'm like, ah, I should have made a Christmas blanket for Tara with circuitboard trees. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to see if I can get back there. But And then I got really fun. I made, made my <laughs> one blanket with this fabric. I had to get it. And I think I'm going to give it to my friend Randy, who doesn't listen to this, so it doesn't matter. Is that the elves with the speedos? Are you gonna it's give it to Santa. Different. It's Santa in his underwear. Yeah. Oh, you have to give that to him. I oh, know I'm, I'm I'm going to. Please. I I finally because I, I was think I really really love the fabric and I was gonna keep it, but then I made it and I was like, oh no, I'll give it to I'll give it to Randy. But it's so weird. It's like so, just a normal yeah. Christmas scene of like Santa. They're very. It's like it's just a very little cartoony. Like Santas yeah. and elves with little reindeer in like kind of a, a blue background with trees, but yeah. Santa and the elves are in his uh, are, are in their underwear. For those who remember our old website, Randy did all of the artwork, yeah, and the fonts <laughs> for for our old website, yes. and did our did our photo shoot like yeah. numerous times. He did the one <laughs> of our like BFF one, which yep. is my favorite. One. <laughs> So I made that one. I'm just like, that fabric is so weird. <laughs> like, why? It's so why Randy. is Santa, Santa in his underwear? And he has little red <laughs> beepers, nipples, and a little red Jeepers, creepers. <laughs> I was telling Tara about how when I was little, we called nipples beepers. <laughs> so we'd sing, Jeepers, creepers, where'd you get those beepers? <laughs> oh my god. You just have to see her hand movements and where those hands are when she's singing. Waka waka. <laughs> With that uh, bombshell. Yes, I suppose we should go. Uh, you can get us. Hey, hey, I'm running hey, the show. All right. <laughs> you failed last time. You I totally did, but I made a win. <laughs> but you know end. what? Yeah. You can actually find us at www.ourdumblives.com. <laughs> and whose dumb listening made that happen? Mine! Well, I bought the URL, but... My yeah. dumbness and her wallet. <laughs> $12 well spent. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the best place really is Facebook. And the most popular girls on the internet. We have a group. We have a page. Our email is tmpgoti at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, you know, we exist on Twitter, but we don't look out there. I'm on the, I'm on the terabyte. Oh, okay. You can yeah, see right. Tara. Underscore BYT. I check, I check my Twitter like, yeah. Anyway, we are rambling and yeah. Uh, yeah. hopefully like, you have enjoyed this. 
and we will see you next month. Love you in the face. Uh, bye. Why? Yay. Yay. I gotta find the stop button. I want my mouse go over to the screen. There it is. Alright. That was a fun show. It was. I'm stopping recording now. She don't know what to do. Every time I look around, she's squabbling by something new. Something she heard.